Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact? You can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. And is back is is back who the one where like Hamilton forgot to press his brake button and then went just down? He just went straight. That was last year. That was the funniest. The magic. Yeah, because that's how. What was it called how... the magic carpet? What's that? And it, let, hang on. Save it for the part. Oh, you've got it. Uh, well, um, <laughs> that'll be so authentic. I really, that's a nice way into the pod. <laughs> that's a cold open. Hi, I'm Josh Weller. And I'm Alfie Brown. And this is the Dirty Air Podcast. Welcome to Dirty Air. No race this week, a raceless week. But don't worry, here in Dirty Air Towers, we have Formula One news and Formula One gossip by the bucket load. I think we're going to excel in a non-race week. Let's get into this week's Formula One news. Formula One news. It's called a motor race, okay? We went to car race. Is this about? Hi, hello. Bridgerton, of course. Doesn't want to do anything. She doesn't want to do any TV. Big news in Formula One in this non-race week as we prepare for the Azerbaijan street circuit of Baku. The socials have buried this story somewhat. You won't find it on a formula1.com where Alfie gets most of his Formula One news and uh, you'll struggle to find any of the content that of the story that's about to be told um, on your socials channels because Red Bull seem to have worked very hard at doing what we call a digital scrub but um, Sergio Perez um, aka Checo the winner of the Monaco Grand Prix um, has had to publicly apologize to his wife um, because after the Monaco Grand Prix <laughs> He was pictured dancing with multiple women. One of the photos looks like he's doing quite a quite a grind against one of these women. Okay, without wanting to sound in any way xenophobic, that's just how Hispanic people dance. Like that's like there's hands and there's like hips and there's yeah. it's fine. Also, it's multiple different women. That surely makes it better. Also, I'm not sure if you're his wife, it does. <laughs> yeah, because it, like, if you he had a baby a week ago. Three weeks ago. <laughs> okay, fine. Fine. Well, that Also, then, why well, does that... that make it worse? Because, like, does it, oh, oh I, I should feel, like, less horny now because I've got a three-week-old baby. I, as somebody who has a ten-week-old baby, I can recall seven weeks ago, and I didn't, like, feel like there was a, as a, a dip in the uh, the energy of my 
balls. Alfie, if you'd won the Monaco Grand Prix three weeks after having a baby, right? You've got four kids. Would you have, while your missus is at home with the kids, with the newborn, watching you on the podium, oh, she's so elated, well done, oh my God, my husband, all of this sacrifice, all worth it. And then you wake up the next morning and you're like, hang on a minute, wait, he's dry humping girls in Monaco. Of course it's not okay, but it is understandable. <laughs> There's, there would have been no sort of greater, like one weekend accolade for him as a driver growing up in Mexico, uh, viewing from afar the romance of the, like these little men with all of this like energy around them. So many hot women. And also it's only dancing. And in your brain, if you're not being filmed, you can sort of get away with dancing. Also, none of the new Drive to Survive fans are going on Twitter going, oh my God, I really fancy. They all fancy the ones that look like Thunderbirds. Mm. Don't they? they fancy Carlos. They Fernando. fancy Charles. They fancy Lando. Because Lando's a little cheeky. He's like the cheeky chappy in the boy band, isn't he? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like, what was the little one from Busted called? Uh, J- James. Yeah, there was the two hunks, but then they were like, there's the little guy. Checo is not, he's the roadie if he was in Busted. Like, he's not, no one, <laughs> no one is. And then all of a sudden he wins and he's up there crying and of course, it, it, it's a very interesting thing as to how men can handle power. And, for, it, and I think this is a very microcosmic example of how men handle power. For Sergio Perez, he lasted three hours. He wins the Monaco Grand Prix, he's on the podium. And then within about three hours, he's like, yeah, well, I've got a wife and kids, but they're all the way back in Mexico. So I, I want to dance with some women. He was absolutely hammered after the best moment of his life and like models wanted to dance with him. I'm not saying it's okay. I'm just saying I can see how he got there. You know, like, and he, I don't understand also, like, he, you know what he said? He said, um, it was a bad party. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was a bad, no, it wasn't. It was a good party. You were bad, you, you were bad at a good party. That's like saying, that's like shooting somebody and saying, oh, it was a bad gun. No, 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 no. You fired the gun. You did that. Absolutely no agency in this situation whatsoever, Checo. Do you have the whole statement? No, I don't have it. Okay, I have it here. I have it here. Um, I won't do the accent. I've seen the videos that have been circulating about me, and I take responsibility. It was a bad party. And this is the bit that I I understand what he's saying here. It was a bad party that I didn't know how to control at the height of the person that I am. But it was just that a very bad party. Yeah, well, yeah, like he, like the party has some sort of moral life of its own. Yeah, because he, he couldn't, control. he can't handle like he the, was... he, all of a sudden, he's the, imagine, it's like the end of an 80s movie where they put the loser kid who scores the, the winning point on their shoulder at the end of the film. And all of a sudden, I'm not saying that Checo Perez is a loser, but like, he's not the stud. And all of a sudden, he's the toast of Monaco. Mm. The to- and also being the toast of Monaco, you're that's a royal. There's a regal. It's the jewel in the crown of the. Even though you can't overtake anyone, it's this big thing. And he just his brains went. Oh, I don't know what to do. Just, <laughs> and he forgot that he has three kids at home. I just think if Jesse won a South Bank Award. And she got hammered later at a party and Jason Momoa wanted to dance with her. And there was photos of her like doing a sexy dance with Jason Momoa. I'd go, yeah, well, I mean, whatever. Like that's that seems like that all makes sense to me. Do you still love me? Do you still want to have a life with me? Great. Well, I hope you enjoyed your time dancing with Jason Momoa. There's a video online of Checo leaving a yacht 
and he one of his shoes is in the water. Like Checo is gone. You know when someone's awake but they're not there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's awake, but he is. He's got one leg over the railing. To, like he's about to fall in the water. Yeah. He's got one shoe off. <laughs> There's all these people trying to get him on the boat, and you can see the people going, "Ah, oh, this is going on the internet, isn't it?" Yeah. And he is, and it's daylight as well. Yeah. So Checo's been out all night. To quote Kimi Raikkonen, "I am sorry, I had fun at a party. <laughs> Good for him. I miss Kimi so much. I miss Kimi. As I miss well. Kimi. I miss Kimi." I just think he's, uh, on occasions like Monaco, he's always worth his weight in gold, isn't he? Mm. Well, I think we have Alonso now to be that to be that uh, disrupting as... presence. Well, I mean, he, on the track, he was very disruptive, holding everyone up. But I mm. don't think he is... He's not the guy that Brundle goes up to and he goes, no, I was taking a shit. Do you remember when Raikkonen did that? Yes. Um, anyway, moving on, we found something very interesting this week. As uh, After the Monaco Grand Prix, um, Jos Verstappen was very vocal about how angry he was that Red Bull favoured uh, Perez over Max in the race. In reading this article, I learned that Jos Verstappen has a blog. It was a very exciting thing to discover, wasn't it, Jos Verstappen's blog? What's Jos Verstappen's blog called, by well, the way, Joshua? that's an interesting question, Alfie, because it's on Max Verstappen, his son, the world champion's website. Yeah. You know what's interesting about Jos Verstappen is... When uh, when Michael Schumacher raced, he was SCH for Schumacher, right? Mm. Mick Schumacher is MSC for Musk because he doesn't want to take his dad's name. Ralph Schumacher was RSC because obviously they could, two brothers were racing at the same time. I'm a big fan of Shakespeare. Yes. Jos Verstappen's was V-E-R and nobody cared. So yeah. Max was like, yeah, no one's going to remember my dad. <laughs> no one's going to remember. And it's the truth. Nobody re- Like Jos Verstappen was an average Formula One driver yeah. who like a, like a soccer mum like cheering at the side of the pitch, shouting at the referee. He made it his life goal to make his son a world champion, which clearly he has done. Now, Max Verstappen has a website. I think it's called VerstappenRacing.com or MaxVerstappen.com. And Jos Verstappen has a blog on it. And the name of the blog is Column Verstappen. If I had a blog on my son's website, I would call it Surely it's Colm Jos Verstappen. But well, no. and also something less phallic. Colm. Colm Verstappen. Thrusting Verstappen. Marauding Verstappen. <laughs> it's, such an, it's such an alpha dominant. Even the name of it is him trying to assert his presence yeah, yeah, yeah. into his son's life. Colm Verstappen. It the should, engorged father. It should be Daddy's Corner. <laughs> Daddy's what, Corner. That would be, be so sweet. But anyway, he was very, very angry at Red Bull for um, favouring Checo, which is hilarious because who is who is the team principal at Red Bull? Is it Jos Verstappen or is it Christian Horner? What does Christian Horner think when he reads that Jos Verstappen's mad at him? Well, I imagine that he fears for his physical safety. I googled in in sort of a, before the podcast. I googled Jos Verstappen just because I, I wanted to see. I wanted to just get a little bit more information. The only things that come up. It's what's, what's remarkable is not the fact that the only things that come up are assault charges, but it's that every single article is a different assault charge. Yeah. It's incredible. Yeah. I just thought that it was like, I knew that there was a couple of them. And I thought that like, it was just a running joke that we had, that he had, that he was a violent, he, it's everybody. There's nobody, nobody gets let off here. Yeah. He's a dangerous man. And I thought, fuck me, like, I can't believe we're doing <laughs> we've gone this far with such a dangerous man. He is the kind of man, if you were next to him on an aeroplane, he would make a... He would. You know the people whose elbow is not just on the armrest, but it's it's over the armrest and on your space. 
and their leg is they've man spread so much that their knee is in your portion of the chair space. Mm. That's what your Verstappen is. And he would breathe. He'd have that horrible coffee. Yeah, yeah. And Staled like a teacher's breath. Coffee and chocolate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he'd breathe very deeply out of his mouth. Mm. And bourbon. Coffee, chocolate oh, and bourbon. Throughout the flight. And then the air stewardess was over, comes over and they go, what do you fancy? And he go, well, there's a lot of things I fancy. He'd say things like that. <laughs> But anyway, um, we actually reached out to Jos Verstappen, and because he had a blog, we asked him to write a guest blog yeah. for the Dirty Air podcast. A day in the life. A day in the life of Jos Verstappen. I, I haven't. He agreed. He emailed it to us this morning. Mm-hmm. What a we treat. So, Jos Verstappen, thanks so much for writing into us. Alfie, could you, can you do his voice? Um, quite, no, I don't know, but I uh, have the, uh, the Dutch voice. I hope that the Dutch voice will be like... Um, Satisfactory uh, for the purposes. It's probably more unassuming than Joss's actual voice, but uh, <laughs> this is our guest blogger, A Day in the Life of Jos Verstappen, Colin written Verstappen. by Jos Verstappen. I awake every day at the same time. I wake up every day at 7 a.m. with the help of my Lumi natural light alarm clock. I love waking up to the glow of sunlight. It helps with my seasonal affective disorder, which, if it gets bad, can endanger our household animals. Sometimes I will stare directly at the sun. I love sun. It's like screaming for your eyes. For for breakfast, I eat granola. I love the thumping sound it makes as it breaks apart in my mouth, like the bones of a disobedient go-kart attendant. Max can have any breakfast he likes, as long as he orders it aggressively enough. I then take one cold shower, but remarkably, my cock always stays the same size. Sometimes I invite the family in to see. I can tell they are impressed. Then I sign all my checks and bills with a wax seal. My family signet, a man riding an eagle, riding a ship. The eagle is riding a ship. It's glorious. Before lunch, I work and do some number crunching. Numbers are what I call the people who work for me. If they're not working hard enough, I crunch them. I then update my phone wallpaper to a new picture of Max. I love Max, but I will never tell him. <laughs> Lunch. 14 grapes, followed by headbutting a can of Dutch brand baked beans. If they are not Dutch, I headbutt whoever gave them to me instead. <laughs> After lunch, I find I am at my most virile and required to be made love to by either my wife or another female. It is satisfying. Uh, this is followed by 20 minutes walking on a balcony in both underwear and a chain necklace. 4 p.m. Ninja kickboxing class. 5 p.m. Collection of guns counting. In the afternoon, I collect my son's girlfriend's children and cook them ravioli with no sauce. Afterwards, I watch their mother swim, but I say nothing. Just watching. It is 2022. Men must behave. At 7 p.m., I stare at paintings. The power of expression and artistic vision overwhelms me. I cannot process how so much beauty exists in the world. It beguiles me. How can a human create colors so wild and vivid that they can force emotions for someone that they do not even know? It overwhelms me. But I choke down the feelings and swallow them. It is bad to feel these feelings. I bury them. And instead, I belittle my maid. In the evenings, I watch Drive to Survive and freeze frame on myself. Then I put Maximus to bed and I hug him. Strong enough to know that he is loved, but strong enough to know that I can hurt him. (laughs) His eyes tell me he knows the truth. Next week, how to make the perfect chocolate roulade. JV. Dot. 
Thank you very much, Joss Verstappen, for sending us that in. Thank you so much, Joss. That's really... He's a good sport, Joss. That's a nice, very nice of him he's to send that. He's a very good sport. Um, it's a good thing he won't hear this. Um, I don't want to go to the paddock anymore. No. <laughs> but we will be reaching out to other uh, members of the F1 paddock for a day in the life of uh, as this as Dirty Air continues. So that's our first guest writer inner, um, father of the Formula One world champion and all round bad man, Jos. <laughs> <laughs> Come on. Um, what's, what's next, Joshua? Um, next up, Esteban Ocon. Esteban Ocon. Esteban Ocon. Esteban Ocon. Esteban Ocon has gone and got himself a stylist. Mm-hmm. It's it's not that interesting. It's a bit of a dry race week in regard to news, but it is interesting because it's it just says a lot about where the sport is now that the drivers feel the need. He said in a GQ article. Firstly, he has a GQ. There's an article about him in GQ, and he says to his assistant or whatever in the article he goes we have one of those people coming in next week what are they called and they're like a stylist esteban because he doesn't know because he sat in the back seat of the car while his mum drives him to the race eating gummy bears these people need to be t- because of netflix and um, well because of lewis hamilton and netflix the rules are with formula one is that from friday saturday sunday you have to wear your race outfit right mm-hmm. but thursdays is the day where the drivers have their catwalk yeah mufti day yes mufti day uh they can turn up and they can so lewis hamilton here wearing nothing but machino he's been queuing at supreme you can tell by the you know like and he's like it's following up, you know, and then all the drivers are now following suit. No pun intended. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, Next up, it's Esteban Ocon wearing a Berghaus fleece and some Primark jeans. He's wearing tight black jeans with the cut with the tears already made. Um, He's wearing a pair of Brooks trainers. And Esteban is now because all the other drivers are showing. And someone has said to Esteban, listen, Ocon, we've looked at your merch sales. They're embarrassing. You need to up your personal worth, personal gain, personal value, personal image. Mm. Step one, let's get you a stylist. Also, no stylist. The thing with having a stylist is that no stylist wants to help you dress in an understated way. Because then it looks like the stylist never existed. All stylists have to let you know that there was a fucking stylist. So you have to be wearing, like, you know, a solution derived from the placenta of the female gibbon on your face and, (laughs) like, a headdress and, you know, that that half of a, uh, you know, a tea cosy on your shoulder pads or whatever. But also he said, uh, the stylist is going to help me dress uh, how I want. Yeah. No, 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 they're not. (laughs) They're going to help you dress... How they want, <laughs> how you want to dress is how you, you would like to dress in that same, uh, like t-shirt and black jeans with that little cap on. He's six one as well. Such a tall boy. race driver. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, 25 year old boy. So meek and unassuming. And what's really telling is that he was the first one that they had to go to. Like, obviously, Formula One, the marketing department, drive to survive, let's make them all celebrities who needs who's who's the most urgent case in the whole of the formula 1 drivers who needs this more than anybody else it's that little dwee besterbone <laughs> let's get him a stylist but pronto just i don't think i just think what's cool about esteban is that he's just an, he just embrace your inner nerd that's it 
that he's already a great driver. He's going to have a great career, hopefully. He has what it takes to have a, a very, very good Formula One career. But just dress like a nerd. I like it. Just be you. You I know? know, but you're. I agree with you, but I feel like in modern Formula One uh, circles, we're we're a, we're a minority. I don't know who's been at George Russell, but George Russell is constantly in a kind of brilliantly fitted black t-shirt with um, like a new pair of designer sunglasses, and he's looking over his shoulder and sucking in his mm. neck, so yeah, he's got yeah, more yeah. of a jaw, mm. and like making whoever and whoever's standing next to him. Album the other day, I saw a picture of George Russell and Albon, and like George Russell looks like he's in a police sunglasses advert, and Albon's like scratching his dry elbow skin. <laughs> Did you see George Russell wearing uh, like a fleece and a wax jacket in the countryside with like one of those? To- like oh those, yeah, yeah. Uh, you yeah. know when you shoot, uh, pull, like shooting. He's dressed like that in the countryside. Yeah, I bet he spent longer buying that outfit than he did shooting. Just think, just let the drivers look lame. Let the cool ones look cool, because then you think it's great. Like you know how Schumacher always used to wear his. Did he like his Nike pumps or something? Yeah, yeah. Had a big thing with his like Nike shoes, and he loved them like to death and that he and he had a relationship with them because he loved them Do you know who looks good carlos Sainz. he just yeah. he looks like a spanish adult he's a classic mediterranean gentleman Do you know what? walk striding along the promenade in marbella uh sort of scoffing at the tourists and with the most beautiful girl in the port on his arm <laughs> he looks like the kind of man that can pull off one of those big cardigans you know, like the cardigan... Like with a the... chunky knit? Yeah, 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 chunky knit. No. Carlos signs in the chunky knit, performing tonight at the Old Blue Last. Um... <laughs> Carlos signs needs a haircut as well. He His hair, when he takes... His hair is starting to look like his season. Like, whenever he takes the helmet off, and he has this huge bouffant that's just in disarray now. And I feel like it is, is a perfect metaphor for the chaos of the 2022 that he's having. Yeah. Speaking of his 2022, let's get into the Azerbaijan 2022 preview. Um, what is this race called, Alfie? Formula One Azerbaijan Grand Prix 2022. Is that it? No yeah. big sponsor? No. Hey, good for them. Should we sponsor it? Okay. It's the very dirty air. It's the dirty air Formula One Azerbaijan Grand Prix. Um, did you know that in um, Baku, one of the things Baku is most famous for is that you can go to a spa and have like a, you know, like you can go for a mud bath in some spas. In Baku, there's a spa where you can have a bath in crude oil. Did you know that? There's so much oil in Azerbaijan that you can go to a spa and take a fucking sauna and then a jacuzzi covered in crude oil. What is the... What, I mean, it's just another one of these places that we really shouldn't be going to. Arguably. Well, that's what I thought, but I don't think it's as bad as... I don't think it's as bad, but it's still not great. Yeah, I, I, I still don't think it's great. It is quite pretty, though. At least it's like it doesn't have the same uh, sterile feeling as a lot of uh, these uh, Middle Eastern races. It started in 2017. 2017 was the year where um, the safety car came out. I think Raikkonen... And Ocon, when Ocon was racing at Force India, if we remember them, and Kimi Raikkonen was racing at Ferrari uh, pre-Halo, I think that Raikkonen on turn four or five, Ocon kind of turned into him, which pushed Ocon into the wall, which brought out a safety car, which the most famous moment of that race was um, safety cars out and Lewis Hamilton brake tested Seb Vettel. Seb went into the back of him. Then Seb pulled up alongside Lewis and drove and like gave him a shunt with his tyre. And was like, what are you doing, man? Back back when Seb was like angry. Yeah, when Seb had the will to win. When yeah, he still was... had the fire in his belly. Yeah. 
when he still had when he when he still had the uh, the energy to shave <laughs> and go to a hairdresser's before he was obviously on some sort of self-discovery retreat. Seb is starting to look like the one remaining BG, isn't he? <laughs> <laughs> um, he also also his posture's gotten worse. Seb, have you noticed that? Like he's hunching. More. Yeah, because F1 is crushing his will to live. If I was him, I'd be quite calm about it. I'd, I'd be just collecting my check and th- going home. Yeah, I think he's too calm about it. That's the problem. I want some of that. I want some of that fire in his belly. I want yeah, some I multi twenty one yeah. back in my back in his blood. But yeah, anyway, twenty eighteen was, um, was 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 it was it Ricardo going up the jacksey of Verstappen or was it Verstappen going essentially? Up the they, yeah, they both sold each other a dummy. Essentially, is what happened. But it, there was that wonderful moment where Adrian Newey just packed up his little filofax and walked off. Didn't he? As, soon as, <laughs> as soon as they crashed, as soon as they crashed, Adrian Newey was like, "No," and just and then Horner just sat at the screen in rage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's the problem with having to drivers of sort of equivalent talent on the same team you need it's 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 it hammered home to christian horner more than any other like event ever or, or i think there were a few occasions that season where it was close yeah but that was the kind of crowning turd in the water pipe to quote <laughs> uh, blackadder that meant like right there needs to be and that's why he went a bit insane with second drivers and went like right whoever we get just get somebody shit get somebody fucking shit that's who we want yeah that moment broke horner didn't it it broke him because they have the perfect subservient Garfunkel now, don't they, with with Perez? Yes, he's brilliant, but not on Max's level. But also, Max is a better driver now. I mean, if I was Perez right now, I would start ignoring team orders. Think about it. He's gone to Monaco. He's won. He's danced danced the night away with some Monaco influencers. He's his his net worth is at an all time high. He is he makes up for one third of all the merch sales in Formula One. He is a king in Mexico. He brings in so much sponsorship. I just think right now is the perfect moment at the next race where they go, uh, Perez, we're just, we're, Max is on a different strategy to you. I am fine where I am, thank yeah. you. Oh, no, but Max is, Max's strategy is world champion. You are breaking, uh, breaking up. Uh, <laughs> yeah. uh, sorry, I hear you. Do the race. That would be the perfect time. Just yank out the team radio earpiece. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then throw it at Max <laughs> and keep driving. 2018 was also um, when... Um, we still had Sergei Sorotkin. Oh, Sorotkin, Sorotkin, we all like Sorotkin, 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 yum, yum, yum. Yabbity yum. It's so nice to hear those names, all those guys coming back. I just, I, I miss Sergei. I don't miss his driving. He wasn't that good. But I do miss saying Sergei Sorotkin every week. Yeah. Um, 2019, a bit of a non-year. Um, Bottas won. It was time for Slacky Bot Bot Bot. Before Bot Bot had his Bot Bot out when Bot Bot was just the second driver at Mercedes before he realised the the net worth of each buttock cheek. He won the 2019 Azerbaijan Grand Prix. 2020, um, no race, can't remember why. And 2021 uh, was the year of um, Max and Stroll both having punctures. Do you remember uh, Max kicking his car? Yes, I remember Max kicking his car. And I, I wonder how many, because we'll remember, of course, that Checo won the race. I wonder how many... Azerbaijani it girls uh, got made the subject of Sergio's best dance moves. Well, maybe it, maybe everybody knows about that, but it didn't make the news because he hadn't had a baby three weeks ago. So yeah. everybody went, yeah, fine. Or maybe people just didn't film it. <laughs> maybe people... Have you seen Sergio, by the way? What, the footage of him dancing? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Me yeah. too, yeah. It's, um, I, I don't think it's that... He's just... He's just firstly, he's chatting to a woman 
on the dance floor is yeah, what's going on. quite close. I mean, he's quite close, but maybe the music was quite loud. Yeah, but then speak to her ear, not her mouth. Yes, there is that, especially after the pandemic. He's really, he took a risk for COVID in yeah, that moment. lots of spores travelling down each other's gullets. Yeah, there, don't wear the mask to the paddock when no one's talking at you and then just be okay with talking very loudly into a very attractive woman's mouth at two o'clock in the morning. True, true. Um, do you think if do you think he slept with the trophy in his bed? Um, I don't think that's a very nice a thing to call <laughs> the model that he was dancing with. Uh, <laughs> uh, no, I, I I do think he slept with. I think they all sleep with the trophy in their bed, don't they? I know Ocon did when he won, which is just adorable to me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I don't think Lewis does anymore because he wants a good night's sleep. He's got too many trophies. I don't think Max... No, no, no. He can't take a trophy into the oxygen tent, can he? I think... Y- <laughs> I think Yoss sleeps with Max's trophies in his bed. I think he sleeps on a bed of Max's trophies. <laughs> but like a needle bed. like So all the trophies sort of stick up and it makes it impossible for him to sleep and he has to lay his weight across all of them evenly. Otherwise, it will start to kind of pierce the skin. Do you know who the band are that are playing at the Monarch, at the Azerbaijan Grand Prix? Um, no, and neither do you. I do, I do. You, I, but you know, I, but you, you you know who it is, but you don't know who they are. Oh yes, yeah. It's just some people. It's just to some me. People. It's some to me. It's some to quote Fred Armisen. It's just some guy. Um, so you ever you know you ever turn on the TV when you're in another country and there's a band playing and thousands of people are screaming but you don't know who they are and it's just why are you all screaming that's just some guy (laughs) i'm slightly obsessed with which bands play at each grand prix because i think it shows how much money they are willing to put into the race and also the cultural heritage of each place what music's come out of there so um can you look up who's playing at the silverstone grand prix it's someone huge silverstone has revealed details of its headline musical acts for the 2022 british grand prix weekend Example, it, mm, are they giving me an example or is example playing? I believe example's playing. I don't think it's an example. I okay. think it's the artist example. Okay. Example, Sigala, Bastille and Mabel will take to the stage over the race weekend. The British Grand Prix always features a packed schedule of both on-track and off-track entertainment. Well, I don't think that the on track really needed specifying that it it always it never ever doesn't feature on track on track entertainment. Yeah. It's the British British Grand Prix, isn't it? Tell you what there was a lot of during this race. There's quite a lot of on On track track entertainment. (laughs) Although I would argue there wasn't a lot of on track entertainment at Monaco. No, that's true. But after the Monaco Grand Prix they had uh was it the chain smokers or someone? It was We were staying in Paris it was Swedish House Mafia. Swedish House Mafia. So, and in Texas, it's Green Day. Sure. Why are Green Day playing at the Texas Grand Prix? People like Green Day. But why do they... They don't need the money. Okay, look, nobody nobody involved in any of this. If we're thinking Hang on, on Formula One about who needs the money... Okay, I think the two contestants on The Voice, Azerbaijan, who are performing at the Azerbaijan Grand Prix, need the money more than Green Day. Sure, that's right. Yeah, I agree. I agree with that, yeah. I don't know who Mabel is, and I don't know who Sigala is or are. Well, I hope Green Day play Hitching a Ride. That'd be nice. Yeah, that's the only one I know with a car. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. What other songs do they have? Good Riddance. Maybe they could dedicate that to Mazepin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Basket Case. They could dedicate that to Jos Verstappen. Yeah, that'd be um, good. Brain Stew. They could dedicate to Poor Poising. 
That's nice. Yeah. Nice guys finish last. They could dedicate to Mick Schumacher. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, waiting. They could dedicate to Lewis Hamilton. Nice. <laughs> Minority. They could dedicate to Lewis That's Hamilton. That's really good. Give me some more Green Day songs. Okay. Okay. I, I was sort of just impressed by your your actual knowledge of Green Day as it was occurring. Warning. To you. They could dedicate to who would get warning? Oh, P- Perez. Warning. They would dedicate to Sergio Perez because he's got a warning from his wife. Boulevard of Broken Dreams. <laughs> they could dedicate to <laughs> Hulkenberg. <laughs> American Idiot. They could dedicate to Zach Brown for uh, constantly bad mouthing Daniel Ricardo. Burnout. Uh, burnout. They could. <laughs> Who's burnt out? They could dedicate it's to Vettel. Vettel. <laughs> burnout. They can dedicate to Vettel. Chump. Yeah. They could dedicate to Max Verstappen. All by myself. All by myself. They would dedicate to Max Verstappen. Okay. He's emotionally all by himself. <laughs> geek stink breath. Geek stink breath would be Jos Verstappen on an airplane for sure. Not geek. Yeah. No, but he's not a geek. I don't think Albon has bad breath. He is a geek. Uh, but I don't think he has stinky breath. No, I think Latifi has bad breath. I don't know. Have you seen his girlfriend? He's minty fresh. Mm. I reckon Latifi's oral hygiene is off. The, you, you would keep. You would make sure every possible part of your personal hygiene would be on point if you were Nicholas Latifi. Okay. Brat? Uh, Max Verstappen. The Grouch, Fernando Alonso. The Grouch is Fernando Alonso, for sure, yeah. I was a young boy that had big plans. Now I'm just another shitty old man. Uh, scattered could be uh, for uh, Mick Schumacher and how he likes to play different <laughs> bits of his car about the track. It's the debris, yeah. <laughs> yeah Mick, the Mick Schumacher's debris. <clears throat> Fashion victim. Oh, Esteban Ocon. Esteban Ocon. Yeah, ma- amazing. We've done them. I think we've done everyone now. Yeah, we think we've done almost everyone. Jaded, obviously, Seb Vettel. Welcome to paradise. I mean, Checo up until last week, surely. Wow. That's, I mean, I'm impressed with my knowledge of Green Day songs. Mm-hmm. I will just one, one last one, I think. Uh, sorry. Uh, Jesus of Suburbia, George Russell. <laughs> also, uh, Ed Sheeran is also playing at the Texas Grand Prix. Well, I'm not but playing that game. I only, I don't, I, yeah. <laughs> I only know what's Lego House. Uh, yeah, and Galway Girl. Who's that for? Nobody. Is there any Irish Formula One drivers? No. Nope. Are we done? Uh, no. Predictions. Who's what, who's your podium for Azerbaijan? I think I'm going to go rogue here. I think I'm going to say Max Charles Checo. <laughs> Are you going to say Max Charles Checo? That's what I'm going to do. I think I'm going to go. I'm going to go with a bit of a weird one. This, That's this podiuming for you, is it? I Max, think I, I think Max it might, Charles. Do you know, what I think it might be the po- podium predictions are only interesting if you throw in a curveball. Of course, it's Max Charles and Checo, or maybe Signs. I'm going to throw a George Russell on the podium. Mm-hmm. I'm going to. Uh, that's going to be my big shout, and then it'll be Charles and Max. Max. Because that's the thing with Azerbaijan is, based on last year, it can get very dramatic. So I'm hoping, I think Lando might be on the podium. I'm going to keep putting Daniel on there. I'm going to go Daniel, Seb, Yuki. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, okay, fine. That's what I'm hoping for. Okay, fine. The Azerbaijan circuit is mental. Yeah. Isn't it because it's like it's just a it's a it's a square, mm-hmm. and then they kind of go off into this kind of Monaco esque squirrely. I mean, the Azerbaijan circuit does look a little bit like a willy. Don't they all look a little bit like a willy? No, it doesn't. <laughs> yeah, it really does. 
Yeah, like a, a square, will it? Or yeah. like a or like a, cle- a meat cleaver. That's it for this week's episode. We'll see you after the Azerbaijan Baku 2022 Grand Prix. Do you have anything that you'd like to plug, Joshua? I do, I do, I do just want to say, if you're enjoying the show, don't forget to subscribe, comment, and share it um, with everyone. The show's doing far better than we could ever have anticipated, but um, please don't stop telling people about it. It is literally, we don't have, we don't have press, we don't have YouTube clips or anything like that. It relies on you guys spreading the gospel of dirty air so please next time you're in a nightclub dancing with a woman get very close to her mouth and tell them about dirty air maybe that's what Checo was doing maybe Mm. he was telling them about dirty air whisper dirty air into her mouth oh what are you what are you plugging well, I've just got shows at the Soho Theatre this week and I would like people to come. Alfie Brown has shows at the Soho Theatre this week which he'd like people to come to. He's working on his new show which is a work in progress and it's called... More of the Shame. That's a good name. Where'd you get that from? You came up with it, Josh. Oh, that's pretty good. Aren't I clever? That's it for this week. Please go see Alfie Brown. We'll put a link in the... What, just Google Soho Theatre. Just you Google Soho Theatre Alfie Brown. I'm going to put a link in anything. Just You can you you know how the internet works, people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You don't um, need to be patronised. I'm Josh Weller. And I'm Alfie Brown. And this is Dirty Air. I have nothing to plug. Bye. Bye. I was a young boy that had big plans. Now I'm just another shitty old man. What did I burn and I hate everything. The world's out to so fuck you. Glory days don't be shattered. Why take a six pack of Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Hi, this is Craig Robinson from Ways to Win. And support for this podcast comes from Invesco QQQ. The future isn't scary, not realizing its potential, however, could be. Just like on the recruiting trail, I've seen potential come in many forms as a coach. Learn more at Invesco.com slash QQQ. Let's rethink possibility. Invesco Distributors, Inc.